0: Welcome, Freedom Fighters, to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. Hey guys, it's Tina. Welcome back to Flawed and Free Podcast. Today's episode, we are going to talk about discipleship and deliverance seven reasons to receive your healing. Seven reasons to receive your healing. So today we'll be focusing on the healing miracles of the Lord's ministry in the Gospels in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the Lord's ministry in deliverance over that time. So there's seven actual healing miracles of deliverance that we'll be going through today and we'll be talking about discipleship in deliverance we're starting out today before we go any further as always enlisting the help and the support of the holy spirit through prayer Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you. We invite the Holy Spirit, God, into this presence, into this podcast. We thank you, God. I pray, God, that you speak above my own, that your words, God, speak through me, God, that as I decrease, that you increase, that all that you have begun in us, God, that you will surely complete in Jesus' name. And that in which you will share through me will help to edify, to empower, and to encourage the people of God to dream. Draw and grow closer to you, Father God. So I just thank you, God, for the opportunity to be used by you as a vessel for you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. So we're coming out of our first set of scriptures today, out of Matthew 10 and 1. And whatever version you're comfortable with, I'll be reading out of the NKJV version. And so here we go. So it says, And when he had called his twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease, not some, but all. So power and authority, different versions, some say power and other versions, some say authority. And sometimes power and authority is used interchangeably in scripture, even though they're not necessarily the same, Um, but in, in, in accordance to this particular scripture, they're using the word power and the authority that the Lord had given his 12 disciples over demons and disease but not just some right some sicknesses verse 1 says and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease so as we've discussed in prior episodes the deliverance ministry being a miracle working ministry and we are discussing this day the seven reasons to receiving your healing and the seven healing miracles that came through the ministry of deliverance through the disciples so as a disciple of Christ, we have been given power. All of us as believers, as followers of Christ, God has given us power and authority to cast out demons and to heal the sick. And so though there were 12 apostles, 12 disciples, they were chosen and called, keyword called by God to follow him and they, and he gave them authority to destroy the kingdom of darkness through deliverance so answer my answer this question for me did you answer have you answered the call to Christ for what he has called you to do as one of his disciples they answered the call have you answered the call as disciples we are called to operate and move in power and authority with the ability to cast out demons to to heal the sick and to even raise the dead. And so today we're focusing on all of those healing miracles in this ministry that helped assist the Gentile, the Jews, actually, it helped them to understand salvation through Christ, the ministry of Christ, and how to heal those that were being demon possessed and oppressed in this time. And so the Lord gave them the same power and the authority, just as he has given each and every One of us this day, the ability to cast out demons and heal the sick. So our next uh, verse comes out of Mark six and seven and mark 6 and 7 is the is the part of scripture where he's actually preparing to send the 12 out and he's sending the 12 apostles or the 12 disciples he is sending them out and he is sending them in pairs so verse 7 says and he he meaning the lord jesus christ and he called the 12 to himself And began to send them out two by two and gave them power. There's that word again, and gave them power over unclean spirits so what is that telling us what what is that helping us to understand that a we were not meant to walk this alone we were not meant to 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 disciple and minister alone though we can and we do have the ability to teamwork always makes the dream work so if we pair up and partner a one with the Holy Spirit. We're not alone as we pair up with him. And we're also pairing up in the earth. Right with our sisters and brothers in Christ with those that Are a part of of the body That are members in the body Of Christ we partner with them In order to fulfill And do the work of the Lord in the earth as intended By God and so In Matthew 12 43 and 45 We're still talking about Deliverance from demons deliverance From demonic oppression the Preparation that the Lord Helped to give each and every disciple to go out into the world by giving them power and authority to cast out demons, to heal the sick, and so. In this time, they met much resistance, right? They met a lot of resistance and there was a lot of lessons that were learned along the path of deliverance in this time. So Matthew 12, 43 through 45 speaks specifically to um, casting out demons and not being filled with the Holy Spirit. The important portion of deliverance and what we should do when an unclean spirit is cast out And when and if it attempts to return, which happens, right? Which can happen. So verse 43 states, when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Verse 45 says, then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there And the last state of that man Is worse than the first So shall it also be With this wicked generation And so I began I've seen and read and understood the scripture Many, many, many times In many different ways Received a new revelation Just even in preparation For this podcast Because one of the main questions I'm like why seven spirits I mean we have leaders legions of spirits, right, that enter and get cast out by the thousands, right, by the thousands. So why in this particular... Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the show so far. I wanted to add to this episode a self-deliverance prayer. So if you just go to the show description or the episode description of this particular podcast, you can then download your free self-deliverance prayer and you can walk yourself through and partner with the Holy Spirit in prayer for your deliverance and healing thank you and go check it out Particular scripture in verse 45 doesn't mention that it brought seven seven and the number seven and so you know her focus is also on seven seven is a divine number a number of completion and it is used many 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 times in scripture and so for this particular void a verse rather the the scripture is speaking to someone who has had demons cast out an unclean spirit leaves with the whole Hopes of returning back to its home because demonic spirits call your home their house that is where they are housed they can't live without a body they can't operate without a body and so they need a host they need a source they need a body to function their nature and their characteristics thereof and I have done deliverance episodes in flawed and free one being can a ch- can children receive deliverance and then another Another one, can Christians have demons? And I go into the explanation of the ministry of deliverance and it being a healing ministry and a miraculous miracle working ministry. And so this particular episode, I promise that we will go a little further in depth with deliverance and spiritual warfare and other things pertaining specifically to deliverance and so we're going to travel and track and trend through the seven healing ministries within the time that the Lord walked and roamed In his time in the earth. And so this verse is speaking to an unclean spirit that's left, that has been cast out, but the house has been left empty. Like, what does that mean? And so, whenever you receive deliverance and freedom through Christ Jesus, you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit and you have to live a spiritually committed life that is continuing to seek the source, which is the the Lord our God through the Holy Spirit to fill those areas, and so Isaiah 11 2 actually speaks to the seven spirits of God, the sevenfold ministry of the spirit. What is the sevenfold spirit? The seven spirits. So the seven spirits are the seven works of the Holy Spirit. What are the seven works of the Holy Spirit? One, the Spirit of the Lord and the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of fear of the Lord. These seven spirits, which are symbolic to the Holy Spirit, is the Holy Spirit of God. So the sevenfold spirit is another name for the Holy Spirit. The seven, the number seven being it used a lot in Revelation is to symbolize completion is to symbolize completeness and perfection. And so there are many scriptures you can reference according to the sevenfold spirit, which is the Holy Spirit of God. Revelations one and four actually reference the seven spirits and the symbolism to the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 11, two, i also reference the Holy Spirit and the sevenfold spirit of God and so I received the revelation I'm like why is these demonic unclean spirits seeking to bring seven why not ten why not a thousand why not a million thousand right (laughs) and that's not even a number but you get the point that I'm making and that is because the intended purpose in deliverance is not to be left empty and void Void. The intended purpose is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so whenever we have positioned and postured ourselves to receive deliverance and our homes and our houses are now cleansed and detoxed and delivered from the de- from the nature and the characteristic of demonic spirits, then the house is left empty, swept empty clean and void but we're not meant to be void we're meant to be filled we're meant to be filled with the Holy Spirit and so the demonic kingdom the kingdom of darkness is a counterfeit kingdom so everything that they do is in direct um, opposition or correlation or a counterfeit version or another version or a perverted version of what the Holy Spirit of what the Lord in Intended for the people of God, for the structure of God. God is very intentional. And so even in this scripture, in this word, the fact that verse 35 said 45 says, then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits. Why? Because the sevenfold spirit of God, the sevenfold spirit of God in Isaiah 2 is the Holy Spirit, it's symbolic of the Holy Spirit. So that means if the Holy Spirit does not dwell does not indwell and infill a person beyond deliverance then it leaves room for the enemy to come in and fill those vacated spaces with even more wicked demonic spirits leaving the person in an even worse state than the initial state they were in prior to deliverance so this was a key revelation Right? It was key to understanding why this demonic spirit sought out to bring seven more wicked than himself to further oppress and bound the person in an even worse state than they were initially. And so this was really key for me to really drive into all of you about casting out and being demons and being delivered from demonic spirit that you must partner not only in the natural realm with those that are divinely connected in the body and through members of the the body of Christ to actually to come together, to disciple one another, to pray for one another, to help heal one another so that we can all receive the inner healing that the Lord has mandated and required of us all as believers. You don't have to have a special anointing anointing the ministry of deliverance is not just a, a, it, there is an anointing that comes with it as many other gifts and many other things but it is not a gift deliverance is not a gift nor is 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 deliverance an office it is not a part of any of the five-fold um and teachings and or um off offices right and so we must understand and know that that it doesn't have to just be one particular person your pastor or someone even every one of us people in your family it could be a one believer to another believer that can assist because God is giving us as disciples of Christ as followers of Christ he has given us all the power and the authority to cast out demons to heal the sick but not just to cast them out we can't stop there right we Can't stop with just the deliverance. There's one more step beyond deliverance, and that is seeking the source through the Holy Spirit to be filled and to continue to be filled with the power, the glory, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So, all of those empty, vacated spaces in your home, in your body, in your soul, where those demons once resided, they can now be filled and they have a place so that when those demonic spirits make attempts to come back they will not have anywhere to go they will not be able to enter in and bring seven more wicked than prior, seven more wicked than before. So the first he- miracle healing ministry of deliverance that we're talking about today is going to be when the Lord delivered the young man from the, the demon that was sent into the pigs, right? So it's Matthew 8, 28, through 32 and I'll make sure I list all of these in the episode description for you to go and read for yourself if you want to add to what I am sharing with you today. So there was two demon possessed men that were healed and delivered and these demons were sent into the pigs. So this is the first Reason, Right. This is the first healing um, listed here that I want to discuss today. And so verse 28 says, when he had come to the other side to the country of the Gergesenes, there met him two demon possessed men coming out of the tombs exceedingly fierce so that no one could pass that way. And suddenly they cried out, saying, What have we to do with you, Jesus, you son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Verse 30 says, Now a good way off from them. There was a herd of many swine feeding. So the demons begged him, saying, If you cast us out. Permit us to go away into the herd of swine. Verse 32 says, and he said to them, speaking of Jesus, and he said to them, go. So when they had come out, they went into the herd of swine and suddenly the whole herd of swine ran violently down the steep place into the sea and perished in the water. So these demonic spirits were sent into swine and in the Old Testament swine pigs right were unclean spirits. And so per the Old Testament law, right, unclean animals, unclean spirits were pigs. They were not to be eaten, they were not to be touched by a Jew. And this is Gentile land, the where the girl where they were was Gentile land. And so made that they reference in scripture um in some of the study that that may be why there were so many pigs so many swine nearby because Jews were not able to eat them and they were not able to touch them but nonetheless there were pigs within a distance and so these pigs Perished because those demonic spirits were cast out of the man into the pigs. Now, the man was saved. They were saved. They were saved and set free and delivered. But demonic spirits, we were saying, "Why? well, why did the pigs, you know, drown in the water? Why did they drown? Why? Because they are now indwelled and inhabited by these same demonic spirits that once were in these men so demonic spirits their only goal demons their only goal is to steal to kill and destroy that is their mission their vision their plan and their goal so it does not matter what they could be a dog it could be a man it could be a woman a child a boy a girl their only goal is to steal to kill and destroy so though they were cast out of the men into the pigs their nature didn't change the goal didn't change the characteristic didn't change and so therefore the fate that was intended for the men of God for the people was now the fate of the pigs And so those demonic spirits went from one dwelling place to another dwelling place and they were possessed and destruction was the goal, destruction and death was the goal and that is the same for every demonic spirit that inhabits any man or any woman whether believer or unbeliever that is a demonic spirit's goal there is no other reason for it and so those demons were sent into the pigs but nonetheless the gentlemen received their healing they received breakthrough they received deliverance through Jesus Christ glory be to God now the next healing ministry miracle we're going to talk about is the demon possessed girl so there was a demon possessed girl and we're going to read out of Matthew 15 verse 21 through 28 21 through 28 And so verse 21 says, then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon or Sidon. Sidon. Verse 22 says, and behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon possessed. Verse 23 says, but he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him saying, send her away for she cries out after us. Verse 24 says, but he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Verse 25 says, Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Verse 26 says, But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's... Hey guys, quick question. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis, difficulty reading and retaining the Word of God, dominating thoughts, pain with no explainable source? What about anxiety, panic attacks, feelings that you're being watched, or just some mere eerie evil presence near? You may be experiencing demonic attacks and when in doubt, cast them out. Flawed and Free offers free one-to-one deliverance via virtual, in-person, and group altar call deliverance. Contact us at info at flawedandfree.com. Send your request for an oppression Healing intake form, or you can go to the episode description of this show and go to the flawedandfree.com and we will send you an intake form. Get free with flawed and free today. Bread and throw it to the little dogs. Verse 27 says, And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Verse 28 says, Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour and so the ministry at this moment the lord is is explaining that deliverance in this time was the children's bread the children of israel meaning the children of israel the jews and so the ministry of deliverance was meant to express and show and demonstrate the salvation and the the messiah the coming of the king of messiah to explain and to demonstratively right show people the coming of christ show people the miracles of christ to show people who he was and so this was meant and intended For the children of Israel and this is a Gentile woman and there were many Gentiles that believed and knew that he was the son of David that he was a descendant of David that he was the son of God that he was the Messiah and their faith was even greater than some of the Jews that even rejected Jesus in this ministry and so because of her faith because of her faith and her persistence the lord then healed her daughter right there on the spot the key one of the keys in this is persistence and faith and the third thing is the fact that she used the word of the Lord to receive her blessing and so even when the Lord had instructed and given her the scripture when he he said it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs she continued to say okay but even though I may not be worthy of receiving and eating from your table father I believe that you are who you say you are and I believe by faith that you will and that you can heal my daughter from this demon possession and even the dogs eat the scraps so she was like I'm desperate for deliverance I am desperate and I am standing in faith and I am being persistent in my request. And so through this story of this healing in the demon-possessed girl, we can receive many more reasons to add to the seven reasons, right? To deliverance and the ministry of deliverance. And I can see her faith in even in these verses, as I read them, I can feel her desperation to get her daughter healed from this demon possession. And the Lord granted her request and she was delivered. Why? Because of her persistence. Why? Because of her faith. So as a Gentile woman, she still received the blessing of the Lord, though it was not initially intended. She still received because of her faith because of her persistence and she held the lord to the word of God. She held and recited the word back to God and said, but even the dogs, even the dogs will eat from the master's scraps from the ta- not maybe not from the table, but from the with the leftovers, right? From what is left over. And so she's talking about the crumbs that fall from the bread that was intended for the children of Israel. And so she was yet Willing in her desperation for deliverance to receive what she could and she got exactly what she came for how many of us have given up on what God has designed and desired to give us to deliver through breakthrough through healing in our lives and we were not persistent or even Walking in faith to believe that God would do it. And if God did it for this Gentile woman in the Old Testament. Then why and how would he not do it for his. For those that he knows that are his. That belong to him. For the children of God that belong to him. Jews and Gentiles right. Jews and Gentiles. But even in the midst of the the um classification god is still god and he will still meet his word and he will not go against his word and it was her faith and the word of god through her persistence which got her daughter healed So on to the third reason, the third healing miracle from um, deliverance through demon possession. And we're going to go look through Matthew 17, verse 14 through 21. So this is the boy that was healed. This was a boy that was demon possessed and and seeking deliverance his father came pleading for him to be delivered so we'll start with verse 14 it says and when they had come to the multitude a man came to him kneeling down to him and saying verse 15 lord Have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. Verse 16 says, So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Verse 17 says, Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation how long shall I be with you how long shall I bear with you bring him here to me verse 18 says and Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the child was cured from that very hour Verse 19 says, then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, verse 20, because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you verse 21 says however this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting so now we've added to our new list of reasons for our third example of the demon possession by the boy by the demon possession by the boy what do we learn even in this text with how to be delivered and the seven key reasons to receive your healing seven ways one is unbelief you have to believe you have to to believe and you have to have faith believe by faith unbelief will hinder deliverance unbelief will not cast a demon out it will not move through unbelief so apart from him, apart from Christ, we are nothing. So partnering with the Holy Spirit is a requirement in deliverance. Partnering with the Holy Spirit, you cannot be delivered independently in your own strength. The supernatural power of the Holy Spirit must be And you must be in agreement, you must be an alliance, and you must partner with the Holy Spirit in order to be delivered and or deliver someone from a demonic state. And so the, the disciples were not able because they were trying in their own strength. They were trying in their own strength without faith in unbelief and without prayer and fasting and so these are key the three things in this third example is prayer fasting and faith prayer fasting and faith these must be added to to your partnership with the Holy Spirit in order to assist and drive and cast out demons as a disciple of Christ. And so they asked Jesus, why? You gave us power. You gave us authority. What did we do wrong? What were we missing? And it was their unbelief that hindered this deliverance and it was their lack of faith Through prayer and fasting, which did not also contribute to the boy receiving deliverance. And so the lesson learned from example three from the demon possession of this boy is prayer, fasting and faith are key. They are key in order to receive your healing, in order to receive your healing and be delivered. And it could be whatever it is. This young boy happened to be epileptic and and have seizures and convulse. And so this just, this did not give him any good quality of life, right? And so regardless of what the ailment is, regardless of what the illness is, you can be delivered and set free from this demonic oppression and bondage through prayer, through fasting and faith belief in God belief in God so now let's move on to our fourth healing miracle for deliverance and this is coming out of Mark 1 verse 21 through 28 and verse 1 through let's see verse 1 21 through 28 speaks about this man that was demon-possessed and delivered and set free and the Lord Jesus cast out this unclean spirit out of this man so let's start with verse 21 in his healing story verse 21 says then they went into Capernaum and immediately on the sabbath He entered the synagogue and taught verse 22, and they were astonished at his teaching for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Verse 23, now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit and he cried out saying, let us alone what have we to do with you jesus of nazareth did you come to destroy us i know who you are the holy one of god but jesus rebuked him saying be quiet and come out of him and so i went beyond verse 21 into verse 25 and I'll go into 26 it says and when the unclean spirit had convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice he came out of him then they were all amazed so that they questioned among themselves saying what is this what new doctrine is this For with authority, he commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. And the Lord has given us as disciples, followers, believers of Christ, the ability to command In Christ Jesus, not in our own strength, not in our own might, not in our own powers and ability, but through him in the name of Jesus, we can command unclean spirits and they will obey and deliverance was done on the Sabbath. So in this scripture, where this demon possessed man, it was done on the Sabbath, which is believed to be Saturday. And it was done in a synagogue. And so many will argue um, whether deliverance is biblical um, whether they should be doing them in their churches or not or where's an appropriate day to do it or appropriate time and the Lord received a lot of slack in this time because they Uh, the scribes and the religious law and the Pharisees knew the law very well but they did not have the authority of Christ Jesus and people could recognize the difference in his teaching and as he commanded in the authority that Christ came in he shut that spirit up and so just as we deliver and cast demons out of people these demons speak out and sometimes talk and they don't always talk out through people but they they do and many times and these demons knew exactly who he was and they were like you are Jesus of Nazareth have you come to destroy us we know you are the holy one and he rebuked them and shut them up and cast them out because he was not ready for that to be released right he was not ready for it to be fully manifested um as into um what he was doing in the ministry what he wanted to be done and so God is very strategic in what he's doing but he still delivered and healed the man from this demonic possession and so many will say well Christians can't be this was somebody in the synagogue which I believe was a believer right was a follower or you know we'll say oh well demons can't be demonized because they have the Holy Spirit uh, yes, they can. Um, I, most of my deliverance, matter of fact, all of my deliverances are believers, followers of Christ. Um, I do not do deliverance on unbelievers. Um, One being Matthew 12, 43 through 45, amongst other reasons. Remember, unbelief will hinder your deliverance. And so it can be more detrimental to someone who is not a believer, who is not a follower of Christ. Christ, to um, be set free from demonic possession if they are not prepared to partner with the Holy Spirit and be filled, as I explained in Matthew 12, 43 through 45. So as believers, we know we can be demonized. We sit next to them every day at church, in the synagogue, in, in, in our churches. And we know that just because you go to church or you're within a worship setting, And you claim to be a believer or a follower of Christ does not mean even under your anointing or authority that God has given us all that you cannot be demonized and in need of deliverance. And so. This particular demon spoke out of this man in the midst of Jesus Christ's teaching in the synagogue and going to church and does not free you from bondage. So checking the box, going to church, reading your Bible and all of these legalistic ritual, ritualistic, religious spirit sort of. Activities does not make you holy and will not free you from bondage. It will not. You you will and you can remain bound to demonic oppression, to demonization, if you do not submit and surrender your will unto God. And so this demon manifested in the midst of the Lord's teaching in the synagogue and he was healed right then and there on the Sabbath and Lord, 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 this was the day of rest for the Pharisees. They were not pleased with the Lord's um movement in delivering and setting this man. And free on the Sabbath because they were so wrapped up in the religious law. They were so wrapped up in the, the scribe and the rules that they did not understand what the Lord was doing. And so if you read beyond that, you can see um, the, 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 the disdain of <laughs> the spiritual leaders that he would deliver. Deliver this man on the Sabbath. Ooh, God forbid. Um, <laughs> poor Jesus, poor Jesus. But I want to make reference to the synagogue because the synagogue was not actually the temple of worship. So where we may reference uh, a synagogue or it being a church setting, the synagogue actually carried a dual function. It was a place for worship and a place for teaching. So it was a school during the week, but they also Teached And taught And and, and and had guests um come to preach in the synagogues and so there were many synagogues erected throughout the towns that the Lord visited in his time of ministry and so he visited the synagogues often it was a a pretty um it was a meeting place for education for teaching and worship and so it had more than one function and so the Jewish temple which is where most Most people went to for worship was quite a distance away, and so others, along with Jesus, taught and preached, discipled, and delivered, as we can see in this scripture, frequently in these places. And so the Lord exerted and showed His authority over the religious law he showed and he demonstrated the authority of Christ Jesus over religious spirits and so many of the doctrines and teachings false teachings will say no you can't do this no you can't do that very controlling and manipulative and try to through fear and intimidation get people to follow a religion or some portion of religion um through ignorance or or a demonic spirit functioning operating and so God then showed us what in this example is authority the authority that is needed in deliverance and you must be and exert and and actually come into agreement with the authority that Christ has given you in the ministry of deliverance. So reason number five. So now we're on to the fifth healing miracle of deliverance. And so we'll go to Matthew 12, verse 22. And this is the demon of the blind and mute. Let's see, this man was blind and mute. So some of the scriptures before here that he had healed those that were, I'm trying to get to verse 22, 12, 22. So before we even get to 22 and, and you can read in, in your time um, where the, there were blind men that were actually uh, received their sight and their sight was restored by the Lord. So many miracles, right? The Lord was doing in his time and they still thought he was a demon. <laughs> Lord help, Lord help. So verse 22 says, Then one was brought to him who was demon possessed, blind and mute, mute meaning they couldn't speak. And he healed him so that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. So he was not only healed from his mute state, the inability to speak, but also from his blindness, his ability to see. And so the Lord delivered him the right then and there from this blind and mute demonic spirit. And this man was healed. And so the The crowd was amazed, right? The crowd was amazed. If you go beyond in your reading, verse twenty three says, "And all the multitudes were amazed." You know, in each one of these these healing um, miracles of deliverance, they talk about the awe of the crowd and how amazed they were with the, the authority that Christ came in, and they said, "Could this be the Son of David?" You know, because prophetically they had received through John the Baptist and many of the other prophets and apostles, um, in the Old Testament, the coming of the Messiah and the son of David and the the, the king. That they were looking for. And so they said, Could this be the son of David? Now, when the Pharisees heard it, according to verse 24, they said, This fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. And so the Lord explains um, that a kingdom divided itself cannot stand. And so the same in deliverance. If you're walking with the devil, you can't cast out devils walking with the devil because. Demons can't cast out their own kingdom. They can't divide against themselves. And so a house divided cannot stand, will not stand. And so Satan um, cannot cast out Satan. He will be casting out or be divided against himself. And it just can't happen. And so they said the Pharisees were upset with the authority and the power that the Lord walked in. So it's no wonder that people do not particularly care. Care for the deliverance ministry and they don't particularly support it in a lot of ways and they they contradict and they come against and they rebuke the ministry of deliverance or just just it's a lot right it's a lot that is said um that people will say about the ministry of deliverance, but I've just given you five reasons so far and still have two more to go. And so we know that de- that deliverance is biblical, that the Lord did complete and operate in deliverance and that God gave us the disciples of Christ, even in the present day, the power and the authority to cast out demons as well because it was given to us by Jesus Christ. And we do it in his name by partnering with the Holy Spirit. So now on to the sixth reason for healing and deliverance. And so Matthew 9 verse 32, Matthew 9 verse 32 through 33, we're going into the next Healing miracle of deliverance. Okay, so now we've met another mute man, another mute man. Okay, so I think I was getting the other, the fifth one I had mixed up with this one. But um, verse 32 said, as they went out, behold, they brought to him a man, him being Jesus, mute, meaning he cannot speak and demon possessed. Verse 33 says, and when the demon was cast out, the mute spoke. And the multitudes marvelled. Right, I told you, the crowd is just amazed and marvelled, saying, "It was never seen like this in Israel." But we got our haters. We got our haters again. Right, <laughs> the Pharisees. Verse thirty-four. These Pharisee spirits, these religious spirits, is something, ain't they? <laughs> verse thirty-four says, "But the Pharisees said." He cast out demons by the ruler of the demons. And so they continue to reject it. They continue to reject Jesus, the ministry of deliverance and the miracle healing power of these people that are being healed. The demons are being cast out. This man was demon possessed and mute. And not only um, did he receive his sight, he and his sight was restored. He received his speech immediately. Immediately upon casting the demon out and we have I have seen this in deliverance um, deaf dumb mute spirits um, where people had um, difficulties with speech delays articulation language um, all sorts of things that were really demonically influenced by a spirit and once those spirits were cast out they immediately restored their sight their speech I've seen people healed from Blindness, um, from hearing, auditory. Um, disabilities and all sorts of things in this area it is a deaf dumb and mute spirit it is a mute spirit a um, um or a deaf spirit or some spirit is somewhere in similarity of the sorts and as we can see many times to include our sixth reason our sixth miracle of healing and deliverance where this young man received and his sight and it was restored along with his speech now on to our seventh miracle our seventh reason and we're gonna come out of this miracle out of Luke 7 21 and I am uh, almost to 21 okay Luke 7 verse 21 so verse 21 says and that very hour Remember, this is key in a lot of the deliverances. It says in that hour, at that hour, in that very hour. And so deliverance is usually not always quick. It usually we have to command many times, get out, get out, get out, get out, go to the big, go to the big, get out, get out, get out. And sometimes it's within the hour and sometimes it's longer than an hour for deliverance. And so anyway, well, that's another topic. Verse 21 says, and that very hour, he cured many of infirmities, which is sickness, many of infirmities, afflictions, and evil spirits. And to many blind, he gave sight. So he healed through. And he healed them from infirmity, afflictions, and evil spirits. So many, many, many in this verse, if you read kind of coming into this verse, John the Baptist um, is is doubting, is doubting, is in a place of doubt. Um, coming into verse 21 and even beyond verse 21, where the Lord is speaking and he's telling them to, Go and tell John what he's done What what they've seen What they've heard How he's let the blind see The lame walk And the lepers are healed and cleansed And the deaf The people that were unable to hear Are now able to hear The dead have been raised And so all of these miracles Of healing and deliverance He is then sending the messengers to John To help him in the areas of doubt And so John the Baptist is is, not, is like many even today that doubt the ministry of deliverance, that doubt deliverance is real, that have actually seen people and demons screaming out of people and being people convulsing on the floor. And they're like, that's fake. That's not real. I, they're faking it. They're making them do that. It's like, um, if you read the Bible and the Word of God, these are direct manifestations, just as they were then, as people experienced and, and walked in deliverance. But many doubt the healing miracles of God. They they doubt that people that were once blind can hear. They doubt the works and the greater works. They they don't believe the deliverance ministry and the healing power that God has given us even today. The supernatural powers. abilities that we should be operating in within the church outside of the church because we are the church so not just in the brick and mortar of a building but in out in and outside of it right and so deliverance is observable proof it's observable proof of the miracle power of Jesus over Satan it recognizes who he is who the kingdom of God is and it destroys doubt if you experience the ministry of deliverance or operate and move in the power of the supernatural to assist people with being and getting free from demonic bondages and oppression your faith will increase right and those that have seen and experienced deliverance whether it be for themselves or even for others can see the kingdom of darkness being defeated by the kingdom of light they can see the miracle power the healing power of deliverance and see the manifestation of God in the earth and so, how can you doubt? How can you doubt this miracle working power of God through healing the sick and casting out demons and the blind being able to see and those that are afflicted with infirmities like cancer and all of these other things? People completely and totally healed and restored through deliverance through the freedom that Christ Jesus has given us my oh my I love the ministry of deliverance it's a ministry of love it's a ministry of healing and miraculous power in Jesus name and so I have just given you the seven healing reasons seven reasons to receive your healing through deliverance and discipleship is important because we are the disciples of Christ and as his disciples we are called to deliverance not only for ourselves but for others why because we were called and chosen by God I'm going to end this with asking the same question that I began at the beginning of this podcast. Did you answer the call? Will you answer the call? You are chosen by God. As a disciple of Christ, we have been given the power to cast out demons, to heal the sick. We were chosen, set apart and called by God to follow him. And he gave us the authority to destroy and to defeat and overcome the kingdom of darkness through the deliverance through deliverance will you and did you answer the call answer that question and whether it is yes or no go back to the holy spirit in prayer with your instructions, with what to do next and what he is calling you to do in ministry, in this season, in your life, for your family, whatever it is. If you're seeking deliverance and breakthrough, you can receive it. And be healed in Jesus' name. And so I have added to the episode description of this episode, as I do every week, a deliverance oppression healing intake form for those that may be interested in receiving deliverance through flawed and free. I thank you for coming and supporting this podcast every week. I hope that you've learned and you're growing and maturing in Christ. I love you with the love of Christ and I will see you all next week. And for those that come to the Thursday live Q&A, I will see you on YouTube. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday. 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free. Or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed and free.